What's up, everybody? Welcome to the first ever episode of TikTok Talk. My name is Luke Fosberg. I am a TikTok creator. Uh, I have the channel called Life with Luke, and I'm very excited to be with you guys today. Very excited to be talking about TikTok. You know, I was looking around for some podcasts, and I really noticed that there isn't much in the way of TikTok and updates with TikTok. You know, TikTok is such an ever-changing platform. Um, you know, even on a daily or hourly basis, you know, what's trending is changing. The way the algorithm works is changing. And, you know, I think it's really important for us as creators to be on top of that. So I wanted to create this podcast so we all, we could all kind of come together, kind of, uh, you know, discuss the latest changing trends in TikTok, maybe um, collaborate with some other creators, get some inside information on what uh, they're experiencing. You know, I can share with you guys what I'm experiencing as a creator. And hopefully uh, this will help slingshot you ahead a little bit in your TikTok creator journey. So uh, without further ado, do let's jump right into the episode thank you guys so much for joining us today All right, so we have no particular format for this episode today, but I do have some things I want to talk about, and I think it's for the overall good, uh, you know, of you guys understanding where I'm coming from and understanding sort of um, why I want to discuss what I want to discuss. So uh, without really getting further into it, so I joined TikTok uh, this summer. Um, COVID happened, had some crazy things go on. Uh, I had been laid off from another job. I got offered a job as a creator, and so I'm doing that full-time. And on the side, uh, I, you know, through the summer, I was kind of looking for something to do. And I thought, well, I, I can't stand Facebook. I really can't. And uh, most of the other social media platforms are just not that great. Instagram is decent, but I just felt like it was always so limited. So um, a friend of mine, uh, I'm a DJ on the side, and a friend of mine uh, who is also a DJ friend, uh, we got to talking and he had been sending me some TikTok videos and I never watched any of them. You know, I never downloaded any of them or, or did any of that stuff that he sent me. And so, uh, you know, he's like, dude, you got to see TikTok. It's really cool, uh, really interesting. You know, the video videos are very shortcut. Uh, you know, they're easy to pay attention. It's, it's like the coolest stuff that's trending right now. I'm like, mm, I don't know, man. He's like, come on, come on. So I wound up downloading TikTok. Uh, it was, I actually got the end of 2020 kind of notification that everyone got, you know, telling about you, uh, your statistics for the year. And I got that and it said, you know, you joined on July 4th. Uh, so that was really cool. Uh, you know, that was, that was a good day, but for me, that wasn't a day that I became a creator. So when I first joined TikTok, uh, you know, I first got on and I was really consuming a lot of TikTok. I think like most of us do, uh, you know, when we first experienced TikTok, it's like, wow, what is this? I've never seen such entertaining content all in one place. And, you know, we have the TikTok algorithm to thank for that, uh, you know, for that amazing platform that TikTok really is. And, and we'll discuss that a little more in depth. So, you know, the algorithm is really a twofold thing. You have to love it and hate it at the same time. And, and hopefully as we dissect that, you know, <clears throat> we can get some good information on that and hopefully be able to tame it, uh, if you will, and, and use it in our favor, um, hopefully as I've, I've been able to do. So um, anyway, yeah, so I started on TikTok in the summer just watching videos, really enjoyed that, really had a good time, even through uh, kind of into the early fall. I guess it would have been, uh, you know, I should look back. I think it was like September 9th I posted my first video. I didn't really expect much to happen. I posted a video of an airsoft gun, and, and interestingly enough, like I just, it was what I was working on at the time, and I thought, you know, maybe somebody will find this interesting. So I posted a video, and it got like 1,400 
views, which come to find out later, um, you know, if you're new to TikTok, your first video is really important. Uh, it really can dictate uh, your follower base, really can dictate your algorithm placements and things like that. Um, so what I found that I did when I got started is I put myself in front of an audience of airsofters, uh, unintentionally so. Um, I think when I had joined TikTok, the original plan, uh, you know, was I was gonna have more of an adult type channel, not not adult content, but more just like adult friends. Uh, you know, I was gonna be catering more to an adult audience, maybe like tips and tricks and life hacks, you know, things like that, uh, kind of for older people. And then I realized, I guess I had no idea that TikTok was primarily, um, a platform for younger people, you know, it's it's greater than 50% uh, of people are like under the age of 17 or something. So, you know, I, I noticed that and when I created that Airsoft video, it really became apparent that there was this giant audience um, that needed catered to that really wasn't being catered to in any other way. Um, you know, there's so many creators on TikTok and there's so many big creators and, and they're in their niche and they're creating content and it's great, but they're not really catering necessarily to um, that group of people, you know, I, I remember myself and, and again, maybe this goes back to just putting yourself in the place of another person, but I can remember myself as a younger person. And I, I always knew that I kind of, I was a little intelligent. I, you know, I like to learn things. I really like to absorb information, but no one would listen to me when I was young. You know, no one really respects you, whether you want to argue that or not. Um, you know, when you're a young person, you know, your opinion is less important. It's less valued. I won't say it's less important. But <clears throat> I remember, you know, looking back and thinking back to those times when I felt like I had something valuable to add and I wasn't really paid attention to or I wasn't given the time of day. And so um, what I really noticed initially was like, I have an opportunity here to give a voice to a younger audience that is vast. It's very, very large, a, a vast percentage of TikTok and to listen to what they say, um, to not necessarily always do what they're asking, um, but to kind of create content for them, you know, to see what's falling into the niche they like, um, to see what they're interested in listening to and watching, uh, you know, and that kind of thing. So that was really an interesting uh, changing point for me because I really shaped that philosophy after the first few videos I posted. I had tried to do some more like intro videos, kind of introing my personality, kind of tried to use my character a little more to gain followers and things like that. And I realized uh, it was not nearly as popular. So I would uh, start posting some Airsoft content again. And sure enough, the views were up, uh, you know, and, and early on for me to be having a couple thousand or several thousand views uh, was, was a lot like on one video. So I was realizing at that point that the algorithm was choosing those videos over my other videos. And for some reason, Okay, so early on, I wasn't exactly sure what that was, but uh, you know, as, as time goes on, of course, I've, I've learned some things. So uh, with that all being said, you know, uh, that kind of gives you a picture into how I started. So only, uh, you know, at this point, maybe four months ago, um, I, I started really posted my first video, got the shaping of my channel really within the first five or six videos and sort of realized that I was going to do one of a few things. I was going to kind of be a, a little bit of a comedian. You know, I'm not a comedian. I'm not a stand 
stand-up comedian, but I can do funny things. I can have a funny personality at times. So I try to embrace that whenever possible. And, and I tried to use that in some things where, you know, I do ridiculous things with food, like just as a person when I eat, you know, I eat with spoons that are way too big. I eat cereal out of bowls that are too big. So I'm like, maybe I need to embrace this, you know, maybe I need to try and do this and uh, kind of video this for TikTok. So I tried doing it and, and they were relatively successful videos, but just not great. It just didn't really kill it, you know? Um, so, you know, just kind of in that shaping, I was like, okay, so maybe me being funny isn't quite enough. Let's try and do some like unique things, maybe some life hacks, maybe some things that uh, will grab people's attention, maybe teach them something new that they didn't really know. And so... <clears throat> I started to really focus on that, you know, to, uh, consulted with my wife, Jamie, and said like, hey, what's some stuff that people don't know? What are some things that maybe you even have to offer? Uh, you know, whether it be from like a, a homemaker standpoint or, you know, she loves to cook, something like that. Like, what can we do? And really, it was kind of hard and didn't really come up with too many of those life hack type ideas that we thought would really go viral. Uh, you know, there's just so much on TikTok. It's so saturated. And uh, so many people have thought through all these ideas right now. You know, there's hundreds of thousands of creators on there just constantly sitting, thinking of new ideas, you know, coming up with all these new thoughts. So to have some truly original content that's going to go viral is difficult. So we just didn't feel like at that time, you know, we, we had come up with something that was that great. So um, I just proceeded to do whatever, whenever, no rhyme or reason to my channel. And uh, as time went on, I started to notice that um, tech tips uh, were picking up a little bit. People liked interesting interesting things about uh, electronic devices or neat devices, things like that. So I uh, kept doing the airsoft stuff all along. The airsoft stuff finally kind of blew up when I did a video requesting likes. What had happened was is I had an airsoft gun in my hand. I walked into the kitchen and I said uh, on camera, I said, hey, Jamie, to my wife, you know, she was cooking dinner. And I said, hey, Jamie, um, how many likes do I have to get to shoot my airsoft gun full automatic in the house? And she's like, oh, I really wish you wouldn't do that. You know, and it was just her reaction was kind of funny. I think it was the way I walked in. You could see the airsoft gun in the video. So it grabbed your attention. And then I said, Hey, Jamie, you know, and so like people were like, Hey, what, he's going to yell something or do something, you know? So I think that was really, um, an attention getter. Well, anyway, we, I had requested like 800 likes, right. To run my airsoft gun in the kitchen. Well, I, overnight I got like 8,000 likes. The video got like over a quarter million views. It was great. I had never had anything happen like that. Um, I was so thrilled because I went to bed and I think it was, it had done like maybe 200 views or something. And I woke up and it was at like a quarter million views and I was so ecstatic. Um, and what I had done, uh, and this is a little tip, this will be, I would say your takeaway for today. What I had done in that first video that blew up like that, I had put a brief clip at popping up just some text and it said, please follow for more. And I didn't realize how powerful that was. It's a, it's a mental trigger as people, People are going through TikTok. They're just scrolling, 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 and they're waiting for something to trigger their brain. Uh, you don't realize, but you have these subconscious reactions in your brain uh, that basically, when a video pops up and you're like, "Man, that's interesting," there's a reason why you've stopped on that video. Okay, so we've got to try and embrace that for people. So uh, when you're there, and I put please follow for more, uh, you know, that gives that mental trigger to hit the follow button real quick, because that's interesting enough. You know, you want to see the outcome of that. Anyone would want to. So I fortunately was smart enough to did the, or to do that. And I got probably like 6,000 followers overnight. It was awesome. I grew my channel so fast. I was able to do live streams. 
And uh, my, my really, I had set my sights on the next thing being um, 10,000 because I wanted to get in the creator fund. Now, I'd heard a lot of mixed things about the creator fund, and we're going to talk a little more about the creator fund in, in future episodes. And I'll give you a little more info about my experience. But, uh, you know, I had really said, hey, I'm doing this now. Uh, I didn't realize I could be popular uh, with my videos. I'm going to do this because I want to make some money. I enjoy it, and I would like to be able to support myself, you know, and kind of do this more full time or at least a heavy part time thing on the side. Uh, so I uh, started growing those followers. I did a follow-up video where I shot up the kitchen with the airsoft gun. It went absolutely viral. The first one I put up, this, this is interesting, the first one I put up didn't do anything. No one was even interested. No one watched it. The algorithm never boosted it. What I then did is I put in my first video that went viral as the intro, and then I followed it up with me shooting up the kitchen with the airsoft gun. And what that did is it took whatever was so valuable in that first video that made it go viral and it used it again. That second time that I posted that video with that intro clip on there, it did just over a million, I believe. And I was so excited, never had anything greater happen. I hit my 10,000 followers. I was able to uh, get in the creator fund. I, I applied, I got accepted immediately just because of the um, how quickly I grew my channel. At this point, I was only three weeks in like this, um, getting into the creator fund, so uh, maybe four. Uh, so basically, um, you know, this kind of blew up, but then I was crushed because my videos got taken down, both of them. Uh, they were community guidelines violations because at that time I didn't realize like, you know, I've, I've really been able to finesse the system and I understand what TikTok is going to approve, what they're going to take down, um, you know, based on community guidelines violations. Well, in the beginning, I didn't know that. So I got all pumped up, got all these millions of views. They got taken down. Well, if you know anything, when they get taken down, you lose. Like when you delete a video, you lose your likes. You don't lose your followers, but you lose a lot of stuff. And uh, my account was shadow banned for like over a week because of the community guidelines violation. So I wasn't getting any views. So I had a really hard time bouncing back from that. In fact, if you look back in my channel, um, you'll see a period where I went through some successful videos and then I had a big dry spell where I got nothing more than like a thousand. And that was all really my dedicated followers, just kind of checking in on my page, watching my videos, commenting a lot. I got to know a lot of them like really close, which was really, really cool. Really cool. And we'll talk more about followers and, and that kind of thing too in future episodes. But um, you know, I, I was I was mortified. I had to go through that dry spell, and then um, you know I had a huge break on a video. It, it was a techie related video. Um, I had I had done a couple cool things. I had tweaked the way I was editing a little bit, and and those are kind of some of the things that I want to tell you about. Like as I started to grow, I found some nuances that really really make a difference with TikTok, and um, you know I want to share those with you in future episodes. So again, I didn't really have a huge plan for today's episode. I just wanted to kind of give you guys as an intro, at least I give you this takeaway. Make sure if you have a video you think could go viral, make sure to put please follow, just a quick one second clip because that's gonna grab people's attention. You're gonna gain followers that way. Uh, use that. Uh, now guys, please subscribe to this podcast. If you haven't had the chance already, I'm just growing this. I'm brand new to it, but I promise we're gonna have some great content. We'll bring some great creators on the show. Um, we'll learn some awesome things about TikTok and hopefully uh, TikTok Talk can be your go-to resource for all the algorithm updates and everything you guys need 
need to know ongoing as TikTok creators. You know, I want to be here to share that with you. So um, as I work on this podcast, I don't know much about sponsorship yet, but please keep in mind, um, I am going to uh, create a sponsorship level thing for this podcast um, just so that we can help to fund some of the equipment we need, some things like that. So uh, if you're listening to this, you know, uh, you don't have to donate, but if you've got an extra 50 cents or a dollar or something like that, you know, uh, and you get a chance, please, uh, that would really be helpful. So thank you guys very much. Really appreciate you having uh, having you on today's episode, uh, just tuning in, listening. Um, really excited for the topics we're going to talk about in the future, and um, I will be doing another podcast very shortly. So make sure, again, hit subscribe and stay tuned uh, for our next episode of TikTok Talk. Again, I am Luke Fosberg, creator of Life with Luke on TikTok, and I will see you guys next time.